hello and welcome back to the podcast channel and today I have another guest with me and this particular guest I have to say I am thrilled to have because she's so prevalent in the industry um, and she brings great things, great value uh, to the wedding industry and yeah she's an all-round great person. So very warm welcome to the lovely Tracy Pallari. Hi, Kerry. Well, what a, what a welcome and an introduction. I'm I'm very very privileged to be here. Um, so thank you for having me. Oh, you're so welcome, and I couldn't wait to get you on the podcast. And I know that you've been so so busy, um, you know, in your business. And let's just let's just do this, right? This is how I do it. So sixty second elevator pitch. Let everybody know where you are, you know, who you are, and what you do. Okay, so I am Tracy Polari. I am um, a hair and makeup artist and I'm based in North Somerset. Um, I have been for 20 years. Previous to that, I was working in London for 10 years. Um, but yeah, I've come back to my, my home in the Southwest. I've been in the industry for over 30 years. Um, all started from a hairdressing mother and I never wanted to go into hair at all um so it's, it's a weird story how I got into it but um anyway here I am and now I um I teach bridal hairstyling I spend 50% of my time doing actual weddings I guess 30% of my time teaching and the rest of my time is uh, made up with running my business um my team and generally learning and progressing and making my business bigger and better yeah. yeah and let's not forget right um I'm just gonna drop this in that Tracy is actually a wedding industry award judge so you must have heard of the tweers you, it, I mean unless you've been hiding under a rock ladies right Tracy uh is a tweer judge and um so what we're gonna do is something great we're going to give you a mic drop moment at the end of this podcast so that okay. you can learn something about how you can stand out amongst the judges. But let's just talk about this, Tracy. So how long have you been judging? Well, I won the national award in 2019. And previous to that, I had won the um, regional awards three times. So I was kind of not going to give up. I was going to keep getting back in there. And I didn't, you know, it was nice to win a regional award, but to win the nationals in 2019 was was the most brilliant um, moment of my career. And then it was after that I was asked to join the judging panel. And I just couldn't, even then, I just couldn't believe that they were, what, what they're asking me. You know, it's, it was just such an honour. And I suppose I've been, this is the either the fourth or fifth year that I've been on the panel and um yeah it's it's really nice to be able to give something back and and help in some small way because we are helping because we're we're making we're helping to make decisions that change people's lives and it changed my life so it's a really really good feel good factor part of my job yeah and very well deserved like there's no taking this away from you you worked really, really hard. You know, when you won 
national in 2019. Tell everyone what went into that, because I think that there's this misconception that let's just get like 15, 20 brides to vote for me. Like, what's the energetics behind this? Like, talk about that. Well, I think because I did the three regional wins, and um, you know, I didn't want to stop there. I, I won. I, I can't remember whether it was 16 or 17. But I just thought, well, I'm going to go again next year because I, I want to go to the finals and, and win the big one. And I started to look at not just my brides, because, yeah, all the, all your brides do make very valuable contributions with their with their reviews and their votes. And that's that's really crucial. But I started to look at things like my website, the way I was presenting myself, the way I was presenting my work. And was it professional? Was it consistent? What, what was my branding doing? And I basically picked holes in everything. Thought it's not good enough. It's not good enough. It's uh, it, it's it's not representing me as a person, as a business, as a stylist. So I had a new website uh, created, and then I kept updating it. I kept thinking, no, I need to add this. It needs to be changed. I need more um, more going on there. More going on. So I kept evolving my branding um, until I felt like I got it right. And I think over three years, I could see what I'd started with and then what I ended up with. And what I ended up with was, yeah, that's me. That website, that's me. That's that's how I work. That's that's my sort of brides. That's my sort of students. That's me. Um, so I think by evolving throughout those three years, it was it was just such a big learning curve. And then I guess now I'm going into teaching and education. I'm wanting to help people that were at that stage that maybe, you know, the babies, the beginners, if, for want of a better way of describing, you know, someone that's, that's quite new and quite not, not got much confidence and needs some sort of guidance. Not to your level, because your level, you're working with people that are already there. But I just found that I really liked helping those those guys that need a little bit more guidance in the beginning. Incredible story. And actually, I'm just thinking back to what you said about the amount of time and commitment you put into evolving your brand mm. so that the following year and the following year, you are just continually what I call paying in. And so when you think about how many hours would have been paid into that, Tracy, you know, and I know you now well right I know you well um and you are someone that will just continue and continue and continue and I think that that is key so um now you're in a position where you have been given back you have been educating lots of hair stylists and makeup artists um some of them come into your business and they don't know much some of them come in and they are semi-established maybe established but they just need that and and this is the misconception you know that you know you can't learn from others if you are already there because sometimes mm -hmm. it's that having that five percent edge mm -hmm. um that I think is key but what are the biggest challenges that those hairstylists and makeup artists face that you think that you can help them and you believe that you can help them with I think the conception is when when people come to me, they think it's all about the technique. They think it's all about learning different styles, learning new ways of doing hairstyling. But they soon realise within 10 minutes 
of being with me that this is this is a huge part of everything but the overlying problem and I ask everybody what their biggest problem is it's confidence every time it's every single time even if they think they can produce something that they would be happy with they're not sure will it be good enough will it last um is the client going to be happy is the bride going to be difficult that's that's the bigger picture and that seems to be where I gel with these guys because I have, you know, with over 2,000 weddings, that's 2,000 brides during my career, I've pretty much seen most types and I've pretty much experienced most dramas and problems. And they they don't have the confidence to deal with the situation as well as the actual styling. Yeah, so it's mindset and confidence. And effectively, what you're saying here is that they borrow your confidence and they mm-hmm. piggyback your strategies yeah. framework that yeah. you have learned over thousands of weddings, which is you know, similar to my journey. Like I came out, I didn't come out doing a hundred weddings. Hell, I did thousands of weddings. So, you know, I know I've, you've been in the middle of their shoes, exactly. which is so important. Mm-hmm. And so you are taking them from here, A, to point B. And mm-hmm. sometimes that can look a little bit up and down for them. And, and talk a little bit about that. Well, I think it's just so overwhelming. You know, hairstylists that have been in hairdressing, for instance, that they've, they've trained and done all their qualifications, worked in salons, are fairly competent with working with hair. But some of these guys that come to see me have, have not had any, they may be makeup artists or they may be working in, in banks and they just want a complete career change. And they haven't got any concept of what it's actually like to deal with people it's all very well we saw it in lockdown when everybody went out and bought louisa dolly head and we saw hundreds of thousands of of styles going up on instagram and i had a little panic moment then thinking this is brilliant this is all very well but when these guys get to the end of the lockdown and and they've got bookings for real weddings it ain't going to be such an easy ride because these dollies they don't pay they keep still, they don't talk, and you can do anything you want to with their hair. So I could see a bit of a backlash, and it did, it happened. Yeah. I had a lot of interest from, well, like twofold, from brides that had had trials that hadn't been quite as successful as they had hoped, and then from stylists that, that were saying, I really thought I could do this because I've done all these styles on my dolls and everything. Now I've got wedding bookings, and I, I can't make it, I, I can't, I can't do it can't do it so that's where I think my experience and I have to say picking up on what you said just now much of what I know has been learned by my mistakes much of the the way that I deal with things now is as as a result of things that that I've dealt with differently that I've walked away from weddings and thought I'm never doing that that's never happening again you know I will change that my change my um, information that I send out to the brides I will change my procedures because that's not happening again so this is what I'm really enjoying passing on to people yeah it's letting them know that you've made those mistakes so they don't have to and it's it's Mm -hmm. the same for me as a business coach you know and it's funny you talk about those dolly heads and I remember thinking to myself ladies you need to switch up your social media now because people are going to want to see real people and yeah, um, it, yeah. it's much easier to work on those dolly heads as you said um mm-hmm. and actually what i found was it was starting to give a message that 
you hadn't worked with real people for some time. Mm -hmm. So there was that element of switching it up that way. Um, Mm -hmm. Now, I know that you reached out to me, you know, uh, in the summer. And you really wanted to take this educational piece to the next level. And mm-hmm. I'm just going to be real with you. You know, Tracy knows what she's doing, right? I, I don't need to teach her, you know, how to creatively uh, construct somebody's hair, deconstruct it and put it all back together again. But there was just the, the small edge that you were looking for when you came to me. Talk about that. Well, to be honest, Carrie, I think you were starting to get on my nerves on Instagram. You just kept popping up everywhere. You just kept being there and stories and, and all the time. And then I just thought, who is this? What, who is this person? And I had a look and thought, okay. And then, then you go away again. Then you pop up. So I had another look. And then I started to see, you know, colleagues of mine and industry colleagues. And I thought, they're working with this Kerry Curl. I, I need to go back and have a look. And it became a little bit of a thing. And then one, I kept thinking, right, well, I'm just going to phone. I'm just going to get a discovery call and see what this is all about. And we had that discovery call. And I've not told you this, but literally three minutes in to that 15 minutes, I was thinking, I'm in. I don't know what it's going to cost. I don't know what what it entails, but I'm in. Definitely, I'm in. That's, you know, that's an incredible story. Um, (laughs) And I just remember thinking, I can take you from where you are now to the next level. Like, there's no doubt about that. And it's not that you're not making good income. You've got a team, you've got educational courses, you are a Twia judge. I could just see, um, and, and this is the same for you in your education. It's like, you can see the gaps because you're not in it. Yeah. No? Yeah. And um, now you're starting to look, and to me, I feel like I'm now talking to, you know, another industry coach, right? This is not uh, somebody that is spending a hundred percent of her time on weddings. You are, you know, now becoming that visionary of your business. Mm-hmm. And we've been working together with your educational courses and just really reshaping them and how do you feel about them now um I I feel great about them now because it was all in my head you know we have this as creative people uh, as much as we can do stuff with our hands and and be visual and see shape and proportion that creativity can cause us so many headaches because we have all the all the creative stuff going on inside our heads but sometimes it's so overwhelming, you can't make any sense of it. Um, and I, I feel like I just brain dumped to you, Carrie. And then you and then you kind of like unraveled everything and made sense of it because it was not making sense to me. I, it was almost like too big. I didn't know which bit to start with. So, you know, thank you for that. You just took the whole lot and said, right, this is what needs to happen. And, and off we went. And it's not like you didn't have all the pieces. Like every educator that comes to me knows, you know, what they want to teach. They know, you know, how they want to move their clients or their students along in the journey and the process. But it was really just putting it together as a course um, and ensuring that you weren't, you know, overwhelming or underpaying yourself or, you know, missing anything out of that. And really it's the marketing around that. you know, having done these courses now for back to back three, four years now, I know exactly how to put together these courses. But, you know, it was just coming up with the names and titles as well and the course transformation statements, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It was, It was. you know, getting over those blocks. I think it was so overwhelming that all the things that I wanted to do, it was like, you know, having all the pieces of a jigsaw puzzle in a box, but then 
the 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 puzzle's massive. It was too big for the table, and it's just I don't know where to start. I know I can do it eventually, but I don't know where to start. So yeah, it's all looking it's all looking good. I'm happy with it how it's looking at the minute. Yeah, and now you are a firm believer in coaches. Um, and I say this all the time, but every coach, every educator should have a coach or an educator educating. Exactly. Them. You know, I, after, as I said, when we had that discovery call, I put the phone down and I'd already said, I said, you said to me at the end, would you want to sleep on it? And I went, no, no, I don't need to sleep on it. No, I'm in. And then I, I literally wanted to, you know, slap myself afterwards. Think, why have you not done this before? Why have you not listened to your own advice that, that you give other people why have you not got a coach what you know so yeah I did give myself a little bit of a a talking to over that but you know here we are moved it's, on it's a journey isn't it and actually yeah yeah we've been in, in each other's world now for about 12 weeks and now you've jumped into the inner circle which congratulations well, yeah. to you <laughs> thank you well there was that you know we did the coaching and then I said well I I need another couple of sessions so we did that and you know I've really really enjoyed working with you Carrie but at the end of it I thought well I am finished I'm not, <laughs> there's still more I I've not finished yet we need to keep, right. keep, keep going I remember you saying I think I've collapsed about four years here mm -hmm. do you remember that yeah it's crazy yeah. isn't it when yeah. you think about those hair and makeup artists uh, that are, you know, and they're all over, you know, they're either newbies, semi-established or they're established yeah. and they are trying to feel their way through the industry. Yeah, um, and it's massive. It's huge. It's a minefield out there. You know, God forbid I will never get married again. I've done it twice. But if I did and I had to look for a bridal hairstylist or makeup artist, like what? There's, there's just so much you know how you, these guys want to stand out and they want to be seen but it's the pond is getting bigger so you've got to bigger. yeah even more of a reason to hire coaches i believe um, 100% yeah that's because you'll get drought you'll drown in it otherwise you know the people um the people will push you down and you will go under so you need to make sure that you are constantly evolving constantly changing up things Given, giving out more than you did last month or the last year. Otherwise, you will get pushed under. I say this all the time, but the top spot, right, It's they're never all gone, right? Mm -hmm. Because you have to stay your crown. You have to polish that crown. And that is where I believe the power of coaching can help you to continue to polish that crown. So we've been Absolutely. doing that. Yeah, we've been doing that. And, um, you know, you have to – this is one of – things that I've taken away from this you have to from everything that I've done working with you you have to really keep reminding yourself why you are different it's not that you are better than anyone else or worse than anyone else but it's why you are different um and I think that for me that was very very hard for me to get my head around yeah because I'd I... forgotten I'd forgotten I'm too busy doing what I'm doing to actually think well yeah you know I've got all this experience, but what does that actually mean? What what value is that? And how can that how can I use that to help other people that I, I that I want to see succeed? You know, some of my proudest moments have been from watching girls that have come to me three, four years ago. Um from and one was a nail technician, one was a makeup artist, one was a legal secretary, and 
now to see what they're doing and how successful they are and what awards they're winning. And I remember them all sat in the same chair where they went, where I do my training, all telling me that they didn't have the confidence. So to watch their journeys, I could just get the biggest buzz out of that. I really do. And that is what we call significance. You know, when you're in your career and you are no longer wanting the spotlight on you, Tracy, right? You're like, mm -hmm. actually, I want the spotlight. So you get your power and your passion from seeing others grow. And this is where yeah. I get to yeah. as well. So we talked Don't about... Don't get me wrong, though. I do still love my brides. I do still love the wedding morning. I really do. Um, I do. I do get to work with fabulous brides and in fabulous venues with fabulous suppliers. So I, I do love that side of yeah, things. Yeah, it's really hard to switch off that passion because it's heartfelt work, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and I know you're still very deeply attached to that heartfelt work with brides. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. But you also are in that position, you know, 30 years in that, you know, you can give back and help others. And I know you do yeah. that in such a beautiful, seamless way. And as you said, you've seen great success. Um, we Thank talked you. about a mic drop moment, Tracy, that, you know, will help other hair and makeup artists out there that maybe joined the tweers this year, made it regionals, but maybe didn't make um, the finals. What are you seeing that would help anybody who enters in the future or is thinking now, you know, maybe they're going to an awards tonight, um, that would really help them and empower them to, to stand out with the judges? I think for me, and this is not, this is for any awards. If you're entering any awards, you are presenting your work and you have to, have to really present your work professionally you have to have really good images you have to have clear images with good lighting you need the times I see pictures of quite nice styling actually but your vision you don't know where to look because there's there's mess in the background it might be a bridal suite on a, on a busy morning that that you need to look at a picture and see hair or see makeup you don't need to be distracted by something hanging off the wall or anything. So I would say my most important advice would be to present your work in the best way you can and learn about taking your photographs properly, learn about getting models to pose properly and be proud of your work when you can see it clearly because, you know, we have to look at hundreds and thousands of images and websites and Instagrams. So you need to make make your pictures sharp focused and really really beautiful that's great advice i think you're right images are so super powerful in your brand mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. if you aren't using you know um if you're not even in the bridal suite moving stuff out the background that's like a bright red item it can really detract i i completely agree one of the things i do on a bridal morning is is i eye up a, a space it might be a bit of wall near near good lighting or it might even be the back of the door and the minute I've finished I get that bride into my space and I literally do that I'm just going to take a couple of photographs but I know where I'm taking her I don't take the picture of her in the chair sat down with a dressing gown on I want her in a dress and I literally whisk her in front of the door in front in front of the, the plain wall and get my shots Oh, well, that's exactly what I used to do as well. Mm -hmm. And sometimes, you know, it's that leadership piece, isn't it? Being able to be confident enough to say. It, is, it all comes back to confidence, doesn't it? It does. Um, so, yeah. 
which is what I think is so unique and great about you is that you do teach confidence in part of your educational courses. You are set up for milestones and confidence boosting sessions where they can learn about business, skills, everything really, um, mm-hmm. in a really beautiful, seamless way. So um, if anybody is listening, where can they find you? What are your website, Instagram handles, Tracy? So my website is just tracypolari.com. That's Tracy with no E. Um, and my Instagram is Tracy P. No, it's not Tracy Polari. H M U A. It's my Instagram handle. Yeah. Amazing. Thank you so much for being an incredible Thank guest. Thank you for having me. Thank You're welcome. You. And what, I, I, what a honestly... great chat. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I will see you inside the inner circle when you come into yeah. your welcome meeting. It's Can't great. Can't wait. To have you. Can't wait for that.